welcome back to the Fairmont Bridge. The City of Fairmont's official podcast where you can join us weekly to hear from city employees, elected officials, and local figures to hear about the basic functions and inner workings of our local city government, as well as learn about current and upcoming projects. My name is Alex Petrie. And I am Hannah Turner, and we are both employees of the planning department. That is correct. And today we have a very, very special guest. Some of you may know him from, by reading his articles either in either print or digital form. Today we are joined by John Mark Shaver. John Mark Shaver began working with West Virginia News in 2016 as the Marion County Reporter, becoming the editor of the Fairmont News, a weekly publication in 2019. John Mark is a native of Marion County and enjoys reporting the news where he was born and raised. Welcome, John Mark. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Welcome. guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And before we get started, just a, a little disclosure. We did extend the invitation to come on the podcast to both the Fairmont News and the Times West Virginian, but the Times West Virginian uh, declined. So I feel like that's important to put out there before we really get started. So, John Mark, please explain to us and to our listeners your role with the Fairmont News. Yeah, sure. So I'm the editor uh, as Alex said in the bio, I've been the editor since uh, the beginning of 2019. So the Fairmont News is a weekly newspaper. It comes out on Wednesdays, but I do stories every day. I hope to do about two on Marion County a day. I also edit the paper. So I, I format how it looks. I decide what goes where and uh, what stories run throughout the week. So are you reporter and editor? Yes. I, I, I So this ties into a, a question I'm sure you'll ask. Uh, I'm also the only employee of the Fairmont News. Of the News. Fairmont News, yeah. Um, we, have a, we have an advertiser who isn't specifically under the Fairmont News umbrella, but she does ads for them. We have columnists that send in columns. We have a, 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 you know, freelance reporters, but I'm the only actual employee. So normally uh, throughout the week, I write stories based on ribbon cuttings or meetings or crime or what have you that happens in the city. And that fills the body of the paper, and then the main story on the front page I write specifically for the Fairmont News. It's not anywhere else except for there. Nice. Now, so I know that the Fairmont News is, and you can correct me if I'm using the wrong verbiage here, but I know that it is a branch of the Clarksburg Exponent, Exponent Telegram. Yeah, so the... Yeah, the, explain that relationship. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. The parent company, the the overall umbrella is called WV News. Okay. Uh, we're locally owned. You know, the, the owners are in Clarksburg at the Exponent Telegram office. So you have WV News at the top, and then underneath that is the Exponent, uh, the State Journal, NCWV Magazine, uh, Fairmont News. We also have papers in other parts of the state in Weston. Um, and we also have the Garrett County and Preston County. We have a lot of places all throughout the region, basically. So we're all underneath the WV News umbrella. Okay. So it's under the WV News umbrella. For some reason, I feel like there is a misconception that it is under the Exponent Telegram umbrella. Because every time I hear someone talk about the Fairmont News, I often hear, oh, yeah, that's uh, under the Exponent Telegram. Yeah, well, it's a... And I catch myself saying that too because when you say wv news right. it's a newer name mm-hmm. before that we were ncwv media before that it was i think clarksburg publishing company so no one ever really says hey i'm with the clarksburg publishing company right uh people know what the exponent telegram is and that's right. and that's the most the easiest way to tell people hey this is what paper i'm with when did the fairmont news begin it began right before i got hired in 2016 
um, I think like April 2016, and then I started in around June. So you were the first reporter? Yeah, there was an editor before me, and then they hired me as a full-time reporter just for that paper. Wow. Uh, and then I've been the only one there uh, ever since. So, But I also write for the Exponent Telegram. I write for the State Journal. It's just Marion County is my main focus. Gotcha. So what are the various methods that the Fairmont uses to reach the citizens of Fairmont and Marion County? Well, we have the paper, obviously. Uh, that comes out in on Wednesdays. We have free newspaper boxes all over town. There's one in front of the courthouse. There's one in front of the Chamber of Commerce. I think there's one at McAteer's and just all over the Fairmont area. But as I'm sure you guys can understand, uh, paper media is not the way it used to be. No, not at all. Uh, so digital is where we get most of our views and uh, a lot of where our focus is. My stories that I write can maybe not publish in the paper for a couple of days after I do it, but it'll go online instantly and it can, you know, people can read it anywhere. And it's just a better way to reach your audience just because if we have breaking news, for example, uh, last week there was an active shooting situation in a manhunt uh, that happened in Harrison and Marion counties. Normally, you know, 30, 20, even maybe 10, 15 years ago, you'd have to wait till the next morning to read about it. And now you can read about it. Uh, as soon as the reporter's done doing it. So. Right, in, or in some instances in real time. Yes, mm-hmm. and we also have a, a, the WV News app, which is free, that uh, does give breaking news alerts on your phone, So, which is a lot easier than just scrolling through social media. If something like that chase were to happen or um, anything crime or, or just re- relevant to what people would want to know, you mm-hmm. get a notification for And that. you can read all the Fairmont News articles from that app? Yeah. That is really good to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If if someone doesn't have a smartphone or doesn't want to use the app for whatever reason, our articles on the website are not paid. You, all you have to do is make an account for free with an email address, uh, and we'll you know email you every once in a while, not too much. But everything is free online. You just have to make an account, and I think some people think you have to pay for it, which you don't. So, how do you go about deciding what stories to publish um, or report just kind of on a, on a daily basis? Is it, do you have like the week planned out of, I'm going to do these stories this week, or do you wake up in the morning and have the mindset of, I'm going to have to go out and, and find the news myself? Mm-hmm. How, how does that work? Uh, it's pretty much impossible to plan a week out in advance. I can imagine. In reporting. Yeah. Um, there are things that I know that happen. For example, Fairmont City Council. Uh, Board of Education, County Commission. I know all these things well in advance. Fairmont State Board of Governors. These are all things I have to cover, uh, and I know about them well ahead of time where I can plan my the rest of my day around them. But a lot of times, uh, a lot of it is the day of seeing what I have to do that day. And if I don't have a lot, then I make my rounds. You know, sometimes the Chamber of Commerce or the Convention and Visitors Bureau, McPark, even you guys in, in the county, they'll have something that... Maybe they're sitting on, and then I give you a call and say, hey, what do you got for me? And most of the time, I find something that way. And it's a lot about relationships you make, too. The more you talk to people, the more you get in touch with them, they'll pretty freely come to you with that information. And so a lot of time at this point now, the stories come to me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's the breaking news aspect. It's impossible to plan for that. I'm sure there have been instances. I know that you have had instances where – um, it's been, I don't know, super late at night or super early in the morning, probably the, the last, the last, uh, instance you want to be notified for breaking news. I'm sure a lot of those, I'm sure a lot of that has happened a lot. Yeah. So I'm the only reporter for our paper in the County. 
So if anything happens, it's usually me. But you just said reminded me of when Sayboys burned down. I think it was 2018. It was sometime. It was a Friday night. And I was already out driving. But it was close to midnight. I was coming home from, from something. And my editor at the time called me and said, Hey, Sayboys burned down. Uh, you got to get there. And if I had been home and been asleep, you know, it would have been one thing. But I wasn't. And uh, so at midnight on a Friday, I was just uh, working because say boys burned down. So, yeah, it's impossible to tell. You can't really make plans. You can't really uh, consider your, consider that you have the night off because a lot of times you won't. And, you know, I give it up. I give it up to you folks who, who work for the newspaper in a small town like Fairmont because it's not like – we have we're a, we're a larger it's not like we're a larger city and we have crazy news breaks every day you you all have to really you know work hard to to find news i mean there is news but but like you said a lot of times you, you have to go out and find it yeah and there are you know there are certainly times where i've covered meetings or I've even covered an event and thought to myself, well, I don't know how much readership this will get. Well, you know, if people don't really care about it, but then I'm surprised and it turns around and people actually do really get excited about it. Um, very recently, Stone Tower Joe said that they were going to, or they had bought the old 84 lumber building out in the country club plaza. Very exciting news. It is exciting news. And I thought that would do well. Uh, someone alerted me to that happening. And then I, did the story and within 24 hours it had you know tens of thousands of page views and shares and and it's hard to predict that kind of stuff so even if you think something is exciting it might not play that way to the readership and vice versa you never know Mm -hmm. there was one day i think it was a super bowl saturday or sunday one year and there was a fire somewhere on fairmont avenue but i went across the street and i live streamed it on our facebook just because I didn't have anything else to do in that day. And I was like, well, you know, I'm here, I'll, I'll do this. And it got like hundreds and thousands of views, not just, not live, but it, it over the course of, you know, it being there, people tuned into it just because it was a live video of a fire. And that, that's mm-hmm. not something I ever thought would happen. Yeah. So one thing that I wanted to definitely ask you, so you've been covering obviously a lot of city stories. You go to pretty much all of the city council meetings, major events that, that we have going on as the city. All of our big stories, of course, you know, you you end up covering those. What are some of the not favorite, but most notable stories that you have, have covered for the city specifically over the years and your time with the Fairmont News? Well, it's it's unfortunate that when you ask that question, the most stuff that comes to my mind is controversial. Mm-hmm. But that's stuff that I'm very involved in. Mm-hmm. You, you have to give a lot more of your mental effort into stuff like that. So I would say uh, back in 2017, the controversy over the Human Rights Commission uh, took a lot of time and energy from not just me, but for you know everybody involved in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that meeting, I think, went to midnight or close to it. Hundreds of people were talking, and there's a lot of information you have to sparse out and to report on something like that. Mm-hmm. Very notable situation. Um, and I think also Didi, several stories. I think Didi Mina yeah. also mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, he did, because we asked Didi the same thing. There have been couple of notable stories for me have been some city council members getting censured or ostracized. Mm-hmm. Another thing that takes a lot of energy to put in there and things that get a lot of play from people 
either disagreeing or agreeing with what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get very invested in those those sort of things. They're very fueled, and that shines a light on your reporting a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, all, every time you have to make sure you're reporting the truth, and I, I obviously do, but you're under the microscope a lot more. Yeah, and uh, so. There's an added, maybe not stress, but there's an added uh, detail and focus to stories like that. Mm-hmm. One Something that happened very recently that I enjoyed doing was uh, one of the things that happened recently that I was very uh, happy to do was when the rail trail announcement was made, that you guys are you know, expanding that, you're buying new property, mul- multiple millions of dollars going into this. Assuming that you'll still be working for the Fairmont News when that's completed and you cover that portion of the story mm-hmm. you know the continuance of that story it'll probably be crazy for you to see what it looked like then versus when it's completed oh so absolutely and, and i think that that gives you a, a even deeper understanding of like the work that goes into it and there are things that have already been completed i mean the the eastern fire station just got finished right and i was at that ribbon cutting last mm-hmm. week but i was there from the beginning of they had found a property before that mm-hmm. that ended up not working. And they're like, well, we're going to do this property. And this has been years and years. And it's very interesting to see these developments unfold as they happen and, and report on them as it happens. Mm-hmm. And it's very rewarding for me seeing the something like the East Side Fire Station go from, a, oh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe get it and it, it, something will happen. And to seeing now, mm-hmm. it looks great. It's going to be a big benefit to the city. And being able to watch that just kind of come up from the ground up. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've also had stories that have been picked up by the Associated Press. I have, yes. That's pretty impressive. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. How does that work? Uh, I wish I could tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't ask for, for permission. It just and, happens. Uh, it just happens. Um, and it, I don't really even know about it until someone sometimes... Sends it to you. Yeah, sends it to me. Um but, you know, the number one thing we want to do is serve the residents of this county. And it just so happens that every once in a while, a local story has a wider appeal to some people. Why do you think news is still in, in the in the media um, forms that, that you publish it? And why do you think that that is still important in 2022? Well, I'd say it's very important. So we live in an age where everything's on social media now. Mm-hmm. And, and if something like... An, uh, a manhunt or even an event at Palatine Park happens, it's very easy to find out what's going on. But those are based on first-person accounts or second or third or fourth-hand accounts. And a lot of times... Twitter. Twitter, Facebook. (laughs) A a lot of things, you know, it's hard to verify when you just read somebody saying it. Right. With news specifically, you know, someone like me who's been around for six years, I've built these relationships with people. It's very easy for me to get a hold of and get in contact with the people in charge. So if it's something you need to know, like if an area of town is locked down because of a Mm -hmm. manhunt, I can get that information out very quickly because I have the contacts. Direct from the source. Directly from the source. And because they want to get it out there just as much as I do and as much as the readers want to see it. Right. Everyone wants to work together, ideally, Mm -hmm. to create uh, a proper article yeah for the reader well and i feel like those relationships and also just like your you know the relationships that you've built off of your presence and stories that you've covered before and people that you've had to interview before it makes it so 
you know, it is easy for you to get that information, but also your stories are directly based off of factual information. And it's not hearsay or whatever, an anonymous source that will not be disclosed. Mm-hmm. Or and whatever. that's not to say that you can't do the same thing on your own grassroots journalism, which is certainly a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that even though there's a, in the last few years has been, you know, the fake news people out there, mm-hmm. uh, local journalism is still, a, I think, a cornerstone of any community. And any community that doesn't have some source of professional local news is, I think, sorely missing. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't, you know. Right. Who's going to cover your city council meeting? Right. Who's going to make sure that somebody somewhere is not up to something? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to do that. Yeah. Well, that's a great answer. And um, I'm going to follow that up with another question. And, cool. Uh, this, is a, that, this is a question that we like to ask most of our guests. And I think um, you're a perfect person to, to answer this question because you have lived in the county your entire life. So if you were talking to someone who has never been to Fairmont, has probably never been to West Virginia, and you were trying to sell them on Fairmont, why should you come visit here? Maybe potentially as a place to live or just as a place to to come visit, spend some time, spend some money. What would be your pitch for Fairmont to an outsider? You're right. I'm from here. I was born and raised here. And when we're younger, and you guys are from West Virginia, you're from small town, so I'm sure you heard the same sentiment. Correct. Um, when, especially in high school and college, there, there have been people around me who were like, "I can't wait to get out of this town. I'm, you know, this, no, there's nothing for me here." And I've just never felt that way. I've always loved this area, and especially now in Fairmont and Marion County, I think we're more promising than we ever have been. Uh, Palatine Park is a phenomenal resource that provides the same level of, of quality entertainment that you could get in Morgantown or in Clarksburg, but it's free. And it's incredible. usually it's an incredible park, uh, usually an incredible lineup. That's This summer, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I think of things like the high-tech park. Um, so for the State Journal, which is our statewide paper, I'm the technology writer, so I write a lot of technology stories. And... I very frequently get back in touch with the high-tech park, and they do things out there that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. Mm-hmm. And they're expanding, and they want more federal anchors to come in here. And I think some people in this area take for granted what a great place Fairmont is. We are so close to a lot of action without being in the action itself a lot, which is, I would say, peaceful. You know, we could drive to Pittsburgh in an hour and a half mm-hmm. and have a great weekend. Access. Access is incredible. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, you got an hour and a half to Pittsburgh, uh, three hours to Cleveland, three hours to D.C., um, three hours to Columbus. But, yeah, Access, this is like a perfect location. You're, you're close to places, but you don't feel like you live in the middle of all that noise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can say, too, I've covered things in other areas of the state. And I worked at the student paper at West Virginia University. I've, uh, you know, as just in my role here, I work in other places as well. And it is very tough to beat the the people here in terms of openness and willingness to work with people. I can't think of anything that I personally would want to do that I either can't do in Fairmont or can't do a short drive away from here. Mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of great places to eat. I think we have a lot of great places to live. 
and just have a good time for not a whole lot of money, which is something that's very rare these days. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the community itself is very great. And I love it. And anybody else should be lucky enough to come here and live as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I love I love that. Well, That's and so I cool. also feel like you have such a different perspective than most people that we've had on here or even people that are just listeners because you've reported on like the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Like you report on the crime stories and stuff that's like not so great that happens around here. But it also happens everywhere else too. Fairmont's not unique in what really goes on around here. But also you've reported on such exciting stories like you mentioned the rail trail stuff going on at the high tech park, the new east side fire station, things like that. And so even though you've seen like what it what is arguably some of the worst of of Fairmont and Marion County. You still say that, and I think that that's really important for for people to hear from someone like you. But I often see a sentiment uh, about Fairmont that nothing's going to change. We're never going to get back to the glory days of whatever, the 1950s, you know, whenever downtown was hustling and bustling. And I just don't think that's true. I've never thought that's true. I think as long as it takes, uh, as long as there's commitment and teamwork and a, and a want to turn everything up. I was going to say turn around, but that makes that makes it seem like we're not in a good place now. As long as there's teamwork and commitment to make advancements, there's going to be advancements. And mm-hmm. I have very high hopes for Fairmont in the future. Yeah. That's awesome. Very well said. Yeah. That was a good pitch. So to close things out, what would you like Fairmont citizens to know about you that they may not already know? So my email address is jshaver, which is S-H-A-V-E-R, at T-H-E-E-T dot com, which is the E-T. It's jshaver at T-H-E-E-T dot com. Can you say that again? jshaver at T-H-E-E-T dot com. I would love if you had a story idea, especially if it's a good news story idea, uh, to reach out to me. I love particular, particularly covering things that happen in schools, um, you know, robotics teams doing an event or something fun or exciting. I, I really enjoy doing. One of the, my favorite things that I've done, and this isn't Fairmont-based, and I'm sorry, if you want to talk notable, this is something that to the world at large probably doesn't mean a lot, but uh, over Easter... There, the Easter Bunny went to a bunch of schools, and I just went with them and covered as the Easter Bunny went class to class. <laughs> and I loved it. I That's loved cool. that so much. That's cool. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, a little, it's a little thing. Like it all is. over the it's county? Like, yeah, I went to Blackshear specifically. Okay. But, but the Easter Bunny went to, I think, every elementary school in the county and w- visited every single class. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's... It, you, you, you're, you can be a jaded adult sometimes, and then you see a room full of six-year-olds uh, lose their minds, pumped. get super excited, uh, and uh, it, it makes you smile. And it, you know, that's the stuff I love to do. I really enjoy the food we have here in Marion County, and I think there's a, a, a couple places that don't get the traffic or the respect. Maybe not respect. There's a couple places that don't get the traffic I think that they deserve. And the two I would like to specifically highlight are Ebo's in downtown, if you like soul food, 
wonderful fish and chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens. They got it all. You know, I've not had yet had Ebos. Oh, her oh, it's food so is good. so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I get it at least once a week. I'll have to try it out soon. It's great. And, and I don't even like fish, but their, their fried catfish is amazing. But the other one is Fat Boy's Barbecue. Fat Boy's Prime Barbecue is some of the best barbecue I've ever had. So good. It's unbelievable how good it is. The blackberry jalapeno sauce is my fave. See, I'm a peach apricot guy, but that's mm-hmm. everyone has their faves. And the best part about both those restaurants is, and I don't know if this is happening this summer, and if it's not, I apologize, but at least last summer both of them were at Palatine Park for a lot of their shows. So even if you can't go there during the week, if you're at Palatine Park for a weekend show, they might have a booth set up and you can go try some phenomenal local food that I would highly recommend. Awesome. Well, John Mark, we really, really, really appreciate you coming on today. I think we learned a lot about about the Fairmont News and just and just how how it all works and how your how your life as a reporter works. And I think that the citizens also can get a lot of great information out of this. And if you have any uh, ideas for for John Mark or any questions, he gave out his email address, jshaver at t-h-e-e-t dot com. Am I correct? You are, yes. All right. Once again, thank you so much. We really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you guys very much for having me. Thank you. All right, Hannah, how can our listeners find our uh, our backlog of episodes of the Fairmont Bridge? Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can get the Fairmont Bridge. You can also find it on our website, fairmontwb.gov, on the Fairmont Bridge page. We do not make any money. We make zero dollars off of this podcast. It's not about that. It's it's about it's about getting the information to the people just like you. If you want to help us out, you can give us a five star rating on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to us. It would help. It would help us get our show out to more listeners. So, yeah, share it with your friends and neighbors. Absolutely. This has been the Fairmont Bridge, the City of Fairmont's official podcast, and we are signing off. Bye. See you next week. Bye.